Dharma Bites is brought to you by Free Buddhist Audio, the Dharma for real life. Our work is funded entirely by donations from our generous listeners. If you would like to help us keep this free, come and join us at freebuddhistaudio.com forward slash community. Thank you and happy listening. Thank you very much, Vadanya. Hello to everyone. Yes, well, uh, one day last year, Samanatha, he asked me if I give a talk on Manjugosha at this men's event. And well, it was uh, pretty well a year away, and uh, I'm very fond of Manjugosha, so I said, yes, yes, I will. And then uh, I got into preparing the talk. Uh, well, not you know, thinking about it, and uh, being a, you could say, a bookish kind of person, I was beginning to get into the implications of some of the ideas of, of Manjugosha's book. When, some considerable time later, Vidanya came up to me, phoned me up actually, and said that I'm to concentrate on the sword. I could smuggle in a few remarks about the book. Yeah, that was okay. But the sword's the thing. So, uh, well, I thought, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because, come to think of it, I've always liked swords. Uh, I used to play for hours on my own when I was a kid, about six or eight, uh, piercing the hearts and slashing the heads off enemies, single-handed. You know, I'd jump from sofa to armchair and all over the place, under the table, just decimating and cutting down these enemies. I also used to love films about Zorro. Have you heard of Zorro? The black masked swordsman. And uh, he'd always leave his mark when he'd, he'd done his saving of the, of the damsel in distress or whatever. He'd always use his mark by slashing a Z on whatever piece of furniture that was available. Could be the side. Could be the side of a side of a stagecoach. I used to love that, but in the latest version, I don't know whether you saw the latest version of Zorro. It was a huge flaming Z on the side of a valley. Brilliant. <laughs> I also I also used to love the ring of steel on steel in swordplay. I've always liked sword fights in films. There's a sword fight in the latest James Bond film, by the way. And uh, <laughs> I used to like the clatter, of, the clatter of the blade falling on the stone when Robin Hood finally cornered the evil Sheriff of Nottingham. Rob Roy's a good one, too. I don't know whether you've seen it. It's been, <laughs> you know, some great sword fights in Rob Roy. And I mustn't forget to give Excalibur a look in. The wondrous jewel-hilted sword of King Arthur, who, as he lay dying, asked his man, Sir Bedivere, to deliver the sword back to the lake from whence it came. And as a boy, I was always enchanted by that image of the arm appearing, breaking the surface of the lake, and brandishing the sword. Of course, the Bedivere funks. 
he won't throw the sword back the first time or the second time. And Arthur threatens to kill him if he doesn't throw the sword back the third time. So he goes back to the edge of the lake, looks at the beautiful jeweled hilt, and finally he, he throws it. And this arm appears out of the lake and catches the hilt of the sword. This arm, clothed in white samite, mystic, wonderful. And the arm brandishes the sword three times and disappears into the depths. So I'm sure that all this, in its way, had some influence on my attraction to Manjugosha when I first came across the figure in my interest in Buddhism. And I'm sure it was a, quite an influence in my asking Bhante, my preceptor and spiritual teacher, if I could do the Manjugosha practice. Because there it is, the sword. One of the two chief emblems of Manjugosha or Manjushri, uh, they're both the same figure, the sword and the book are the two chief emblems of Manjugosha or Manjushri. And sometimes, and I like this image very much, sometimes you see the two of them together. You don't see Manjugosha. You just have this beautiful symbol of a fully opened lotus, usually pale blue lotus flower, fully open, and cushioned on the lotus flower is the moon mat. And then on top of the moon mat, resting on the moon mat, is the wonderful book of wisdom, wrapped in gold silk. And then poised above, or resting on top of the book, there is the sword, vertical. And the sword of Manjugosha is, of course, a flaming sword. And the flames are depicted usually in rather stylized fashion as a wreath of flames winding round the tall, slender blade. But I prefer to imagine the, the polished steel of the blade as glowing, as, as if it's radiating an aura of white heat from its inner power. The Vajra hilt is fashioned in gold and it's studded with jewels. Perhaps three jewels arranged one beside the other along the length of the shaft. One amber, one sapphire and one ruby for Buddha, Dharma and Sangha. We hope you enjoyed the talk. Please come and help us keep this free at freebuddhistaudio.com forward slash community. And thank you.